Welcome to another episode of Zack and Mel Talk Music, episode 14, and we have two guests in the building. Two episodes ago. Yep, we so, on episode 17. Oh, sorry. We are. Uh, th- this is episode 17. Episode 17. See, that's why I was saying season 2, episode 7 would have been easier to remember. Season 2, season 2, episode 7. Episode 17. Gani naka easy? Which one did you not forget? No, I've been doing it since episode one, so I've just made a single mistake. <laughs> you can't judge me on that. Yeah, welcome to the show. I think this is the best podcast in the world. Am I overstating? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is your own podcast. <laughs> you, you want to admit that someone out there was a better podcast? What yeah. is wrong with you? Uh, Yellow tape. Uh, no, not yeah, no, if uh, I think Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan will be number one. Then we are number two. As long as I'm doing something, I'm the best. Uh, I honestly do not care who else exists. But, uh, it, it depends with your metrics, the kind of metrics. Forget metrics. That's that's called mindset. Yeah, but, but yeah, we're number two. Number two is not bad. You don't have to be number one in everything you do. Uh, so if you're number two, that's that's for you. So you're na- okay. So we are number one podcast in the world right now. We are number two podcast in the world right now, and we have two guests in the building. So we have Dixon, and we have Renis Owino. Uh, you guys, maybe you introduce yourselves, but Dixon, you don't have to introduce yourself actually. But you've been on this podcast like since episode one, so I feel like you guys need to give me like something like a pass. <laughs> talk music. Not yeah, even like, talk music. Talk everything. Yeah, you need to add me or the or the poster by now. <laughs> Yeah. Luis, how are you doing? Uh, I'm fine. Maybe you guys. So we good, we're good. To talk about music. Yeah, and uh, which, I'm which could be like one of the <laughs> of the longest shots ever, but we are going to make it work. Yeah. We are we have two brilliant guests in the room, so Yeah. I mean, one brilliant guest and one average Yes. Who is average? Who's, who's average? Yeah, who's, who's average? Who's <laughs> average? Exactly. But yeah. but you see, I'm not a guest. Like I I. I'm oh, sure. so so unatusi na unatusi Renista mpa mujuru. We actually have Anon in the room. So oh, okay, okay. I might agree with that. He's so average that he doesn't want to talk. And he's yeah. On the show, right? He's below average. <laughs> I think he's below average, but. <laughs> he doesn't have a mic so he can't jitetea but maybe next time he'll be a guest on the podcast. I also like what they are doing with the what the fallacy. So they have a show. Uh, it's I think Renee is also part of the group so they have a YouTube show where they talk about breakups. Uh, so a guest comes on the podcast uh, on the po- on the show and talks about how he or she was that broken. Uh, I like the idea. I, Damn. You know, yeah. <laughs> you guys are in episode. Like you've recorded how many shows? They uh, don't even know. Like okay, so I think yeah. we don't have the right person to talk about <laughs> that. But you can you can check them out on uh, on YouTube what the fallacy. Uh, It's called the fallacies. What what, what the fallacy? Oh, so okay. instead of what the fuck they only chase on the last one so you can call what the fallacy. Uh, our listeners are not as as dumb as you might think. I think I'm just dumb, so I explain the way I would uh, I would like to be explained to. So, I'm, excuse my dumbness. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Dixon, uwa, uwa Dixon yesterday. Uh, yeah. <coughs> okay. <laughs> 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 I think okay. Uh, maybe okay. So Dixon attended attended an event yesterday that was I was partying. I think that sounds better. Uh. Uh. Casa is as uh, like there's this project called Casa. Um. Uh. I like we organized an event on mental health. And I invited Dixon, and Dixon attended yesterday. Uh, what was your experience yesterday? Um, oh, that's a good way to start. Eh? Welcome to like a guest <laughs> on the spot, right? <laughs> on the spot. Um, yeah, I thought one of the things actually what you you've just mentioned. I think I learned something to with split personality, which you might be having like yesterday you were me and then today you are yourself so <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 something interesting yeah but anyway it was a good conversation you get to, i got to really um you know learn about these concepts that people don't necessarily take seriously yeah, yeah. that's what we are tra- uh, we intend to do with the with the project with the casa now with the with the with the with the events um yeah i would have loved to have attended that you would have loved, but you saw my poster. Amma, you were you exp- I could not attend it. Oh, because of. I was solving my mental problems by drinking them away. Oh, okay. <laughs> works. It's actually it's easier and less work. No, no. And, and plus, you don't talk about them, so no one else knows they exist. But then, like, what happens when you're back to sober? I drink again. <laughs> uh, I drink again. Okay, <laughs> that's bad. So that's why we we see it's Dixon. It's bad. That, that's why we we want to create like the, this space, the mental health sessions, to ch- yeah, to change your mindset. I, I know, I know, we might not see you there because you are busy putting your girlfriend's uh, photo as your profile picture, which is you know. I think I that's. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go that direction. Renis, how are you doing, by the way? You you I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just following. Mm-hmm. No, di- oh, by the Dixon Pierre, I'm introduced in event which was super. Yeah, I want to be to appreciate or to give these people their flowers, the, our guests. So we have Renis and we have uh, Dixon. I don't think I have to give you your flowers, you are not doing anything important anyway with your life. Uh, so well, with Dixon, I think uh, starting a business or running a business. It's, it might be easy when you read, but now doing, operating a business is, is, is tough. It's really tough, like uh, practically. I think Dixon is one of my friends who is like, doing business in the, like reads about business and practices what he reads or what he learns from the business books or from the business world. Uh, so I just want to give you a flower while you're stu- uh, still here. You know, continue with that. With that. And also, Renice, I think she's one of the most hardworking ladies I know in my life. Like, I think I know my grand grandma uh, and a couple of other women. And Renice is one of the ladies that I think is really, really working their asses off to make ends meet and you know just pro- be in good spaces, uh, help other people and help themselves. And like I said, I don't have anything to say about you, Zach, but. That's a good intro for our our guest. Maybe you guys, yeah. Welcome, uh, Dixon, and welcome, Renice, to the podcast. Thank you, Mel. That was so amazing. That was so amazing. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what have you done with your life <laughs> up to this? Up to this? Um, I just let that go. Yeah. I, 
I mean, there's nothing you've done really amazing or outstanding, apart from starting this podcast, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, the next thing that I would like to clarify from the previous episode, there was that video going on about me wanting to be a, a comedian. I think it's only right for me to clarify. I'm not trying or I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be a comedian or, you know. I, it's it's my it's my ambition it's something that I will I mean I've watched a lot of comedy I really enjoy comedy and I thought maybe you know I, I get involved in the in the in the field by doing comedy but apparently I'm not funny and I don't have anything to offer the industry uh, but you know yeah, that that that's just that so don't uh, ever try to view me as a comedian or insist I do comedy Wait, so uh, two weeks ago you were very motivated to become a comedian what, I felt what happened in, in but this? that was a question I asked you can I make a good comedian and I agreed why, why would you make a good comedian? yeah so I'm still thinking about it I don't think it's something that I'm, I think I don't think I have anything to offer to the industry however I enjoy so much comedy but if my mind changes or I find new points of inspiration in my life I, I go on, I go ahead and do it uh, so, uh, a bit curious on that like in that episode you are quite you had a you, you had like insane conviction you can do it like how do you come to the realization you are not funny because you shared the you shared the video and people now started to hit me up uh, asking me about the me wanting to be a comedian and what type of comedy <coughs> am I going to do so I yeah, just want to like put off that pressure first. But I thought like that's that like that's helping you think along the lines of how you can be able to approach it. You need to think about what kind of comedian you want to be. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. I don't want to think about it as much. If, <laughs> if it comes, it comes. I don't think uh, Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle <coughs> works as hard to think about the jokes. It, it's something that should come uh, naturally. That's At least that's how I, I think comedy is. And that's the kind of comedy that I enjoy. I enjoy the comedy that comes out naturally as opposed to you trying to be funny. Yeah, and I think now what okay. people now want to view me or perceive me as a funny person. Like, I don't want to be viewed. Why perceived do as I that. have a feeling that maybe you told somebody a joke and they told you the hard truth and it changed your mind? <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> the case. I, I, that, but that's the, the thing again. I, I never try to be. Renis is very wise. <laughs> that, that's that's a good. Uh, <laughs> that's a that good, good analysis. Question. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not the case. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but I think maybe for me, I, I think you should you should give it a shot and you fail forward, will be experienced. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mm. I would really love to do like a stand up. Uh, Why don't you give us one? Just give us yeah. one joke. You know, like 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 it's that's it's what just, I hate. Just so that's that's what I hate. What, what? people trying to people request. You see, when when it. Zach when Zach said he was a rapper, we told him to do a freestyle. Yeah. He never did. He d- he didn't. Well, he yeah. came with a <laughs> with a song. <laughs> It was yeah, like I'll bring a comedian. Alright. Well, I thought like this could be your stepping stone to to start no, on. No, that's not the case. Like this could have been an amazing. <laughs> you know, we could have just taken that clip and you're like, "Hey, Churchill, here's your next recruit." No, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I, by the way, I really love what what uh, uh, Churchill is doing with the Kenyan Kenya's comedy industry, and. I mean, I mean, if even if I don't do comedy as a person, I'm looking forward to doing something as. Churchill. I mean, but he's a comedian. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'll be going to the industry not as a comedian, but someone who is creating or yeah, creating a platform such as Churchill's. I really mm-hmm. love comedy, and awesome. I would like to be to be part of it, like actively participating, creating. I'm not sure what happened, but <laughs> that's 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 all on you. Wait, so 
weeks. Two weeks was enough for you to to like get rid of any conviction you had about becoming a comedian. Uh, I still, I still have. That's how quick. The, the, this is the thing. <laughs> when I when I watch comedy, I still try to find ways of you know. I I, I view it as a comedian. You know, like I don't view comedy i don't enjoy as as much comedy because of that because like the way you guys want to perceive me i don't i want to enjoy comedy as someone who i just want to sit back and enjoy watching comedy someone performing comedy not thinking of this how i, I would have refreshed the joke or man i see myself doing such a thing millennials are pieces of crap how do you how do you get a conviction like that and then just in two weeks i am one of them anyway but that's like the <coughs> I think it's it's like when when you when you listen to a motivational speaker and you feel pumped yeah then and then once that dies then like you go back to reset mode no but mine mine I'm still I I'm, I'm still in love with comedy right. I'm going to do it anyway I'm going to fail but if I'm going to fail I'm going to fail with my close friends not not given up so I you just want to go I, as an investor or what are you talking about something of that sort ah, and okay. also if I do it if I do it personally I take part I'm going to take part maybe privately first with my the mirror that's how it all starts no, no, no. <laughs> he said with my so maybe you can finish the sentence <laughs> yeah with my my close friends ah. <coughs> yeah that's uh, the thing I just want to put that pressure off myself first. I don't I'm still in love. Don't get me wrong. I'm still in love with comedy. Uh-huh. Why did you give up? What's the specific? What what was that? The pressure. First is the pressure. I don't want to what people pressure? The people people texting me and telling me hey, perform a joke for us. I don't want that pressure. I also don't want people to perceive me as a comedian. I just want people to perceive me as Mel, their friend, or just someone they know. Well, if that's how easy you give up, I, I can only wish you good luck in life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, no I've, 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 I've not given up. You should know that. Okay, Dixon just stepped out. You were, you were, so he had, he had a beef with me on Twitter. Because um, I said Eminem made it... Part of the reason why Eminem is as big as he is is because he had white privilege with him. <laughs> Like yeah. it was which is I think that's it's it's the truth uh yeah Eminem is uh, one of the greatest rappers if not the greatest just to cover you um but him being a black person uh, being a white person has contributed to his success so much but yeah. specifically I always point towards the uh sales the number of albums he has sold over his lifetime and i think he has he has, he has never de- denied it so who is dixon to deny it? And it, there's a there's an interview he did and he clarified he said uh he's not trying to be part of the culture he's not trying to force himself into the black culture he's aware of his fan base like the people support him the most and where most of his revenue comes from and it's the white i mean he's 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 multi-talented when it comes to rap. Like he can do so many things in rap. Yeah. That is an undeniable fact. But the other undeniable fact is that he is white. Do you think? And, do you think? Yeah. And the fact that hip hop was so before, 
early in the 80s, hip hop, 80s, 80s, uh, earlier 90s, hip hop was predominantly black. Actually, it's. I think it might even be safe to say hip hop was all black. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and Spaniard, so it was blacks and not Spaniard. I think Latin people. So Latino. Yeah. So you have the Spanish, the Mexicans, the all those other people. It wasn't really popular with white people, but right after Eminem came into the scene, it like just blew how it blew up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, white people started listening to rap music more. Or more white people started listening to rap music, <coughs> whichever way that works. Yeah, so him being white played a role in so many things, including him being at the level he is at. Look, even look at it this way. Like right now, hip hop is the number one genre of of music, like generally. Then you find it's more. There's more black people into that business than white people in a country like America. Not, not in the business, in the business side of hip hop. No, I mean not sure not white. not in like business literally. I mean like in a global scale. So it's more 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 black people. So the people doing. It. Yeah, people doing it. And if in a in a country like America, uh, America is a continent. Like in a in a in a I don't know. In the USA, you find more white people than black people. And number one genre of music from a black community, which is a minority. So when someone from the majority comes into that business, it's definitely going to blow up. Like. The fan base, all the white people who have always wanted to be part of the hip hop culture, but they never have a way of they, they never had a way of getting in. So when when a white person comes in, they support him. But still, that's not that's a still, bad thing, right? That's not a bad thing. Okay. I mean, it happens here in Kenya, with even with your tribe. If you go to a place and you find more, if I'm a Luo, if I go to a place where there's more Luo. Actually, happened before. The same thing happened with Tupac Shakur. Tupac had like one of the biggest fan base with white people. Who? White people actually loved Tupac Shakur. Really though? I, I've never known that. That's, yeah. Actually that's the only reason, that's one of the reasons, not the only. One of the reasons why Tupac is considered bigger, bigger than the notorious B.I.G. He had a larger following. I don't think and the whites though. Tupac is <coughs> to white people, I can tell you that for sure. Was it, was it the messaging? like? Yeah. Okay. And also the style of music. I think it was new, it was fresh. It was not the same as hip hop because Tupac is Tupac is from a very early generation of rap. People think Tupac is from '96. That's when he died, but he had been in the business for like already 10 years. So hmm. Tupac is from the '80s, like '86, '87. Tupac came out at almost the same time with uh, N.W.A. Okay. That's like the N.W.A. So. Tupac came with a new style. He changed. He changed his style of music to a very to something very new. Okay, so but how 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 are the white coming in? So this is where the whites come in. Tupac had a message that covered everyone. Tupac was, was not talking to black people or white people. That's what people might say. Tupac was talking to black people. Tupac Shakur was talking to poor people. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Not black or white. He was talking to poor people. It just so happens the majority of the poor people in the US was the black community. 
but in between them we have white people who were just going through the same struggles. We have white people in Detroit, we have white people in the Bronx, in Queens, all those ghettos. We also have white people, so they related. And when so that's how music usually spreads. So one person knows another person, music just spread. Tupac had a bigger fan base because he had he had it from both sides. So it's not something that started with it. We can't say it started with Eminem specifically. You can just say Eminem really made it big because he had that support. So which means like uh, I'm just trying to get what you said. Uh, then what I'm picking is Tupac's kind of art messaging was able to resonate with a, a wider population compared to what say B.I.G. was able to reach. So the same is true for Eminem. He had a message that was able to resonate with the rest of the community. Yeah. So yeah, which means his message. Like I think for me, the uh, where I took, um, where I disagreed is when when you when you when you when you make it like the fact that he's white, then makes it easier for him to. But but now with the Tupac's example, it means if you have a good message, anyone can actually listen to you. It doesn't matter your color of your skin. Which which is true. I do I do agree with you. But <laughs> Eminem being once okay. played a very because who, who introduced Eminem to the world? Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is yeah. So if Dr. Dre introduces you, he's probably introducing you to the black community, right? Mm-hmm. Those 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 are the fans because Dre is from NWA. Yeah. NWA are people that spoke to young black men. Yeah, but then you realize Zach, Doctor Dre could not pick someone who's not talented. Like, like that's the whole. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. So how I how I normally look at it is, black people listen to Eminem, be, listen to Eminem back then because, because of the blessings of Dre. This is a this is a skilled lyricist. Mm. Right? Mm. Uh, he's like any other rapper, and I mean he has a cosign from Doctor Dre, which means he's good. Yeah. White people or say kids, white kids, let's do school for white kids. By kids, I mean anyone from the ages that can understand music. So we can go from anywhere from 10 years to 23. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. People related to him because he was white and he was angry and he was talking about these things. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like white privilege, like I'm, I know I'm the one who's using it against someone right now, but let me use it in another way. We, we, we usually have this mentality that a white person anywhere is living the best life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Yeah. which is not the case yeah Eminem is a very good example yeah he came from uh detroit michigan in the in the ghettos so there's this white guy he's talking about what poor white people are going through mm-hmm. you are a poor white person who people just assume because you're white you are actually doing good right so mm-hmm. you relate to him yeah so i think black people went for the lyricism because Eminem is a killer lyricist. We have stated that time and time again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. White people went for the relation. We relate to him. And the message. Because he was speaking to a message that most people were not talking about. Like you said it. He brought up something, something, something that was being overlooked yeah. for quite some time. Yeah. I'm not really sure why I understand <laughs> it. But I still say Eminem being white. Had a had a had a yeah. had an influence. Well, if let's maybe it is part of the reason. Let's say it's twenty like percent <coughs> of the reason. Then 
right. I mean, I, I, I don't have, I don't have sufficient information to, you know, to, to, to say, but because for me, I'm looking at it from the aspect of this guy was really, he's really good, right? Yeah, he's really, really. He's good. really good. Okay, it, it's like when, it's like when, when you, it's like when, when you are talented. And your parents have resources to push that to a higher level. So you can't really blame. And I mean, like you said, I mean, the message, the message was resonating with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of factors, a lot of factors involved. And being white is one of the factors that helped. Okay, so I, I think I can, I can reach a compromise with Dixon. It's one of the smaller factors. Yeah. Mm. Why is that big? The biggest factor of why Eminem is as big as he is is because he is skilled. Yeah, he's very skilled. Like he is, he is an out of this world rapper. So one of the greatest, one of the greatest rappers, <laughs> one of the top five, top what five, top ten. Uh, because he's not my 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 greatest, but he's definitely he's one. Eminem, and, uh, you, and you truly believe that? Not even Jay Z alone. There are a lot of people who are better than. Eminem. Rakim. Rakim, Nas, B, maybe <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> there are a couple of rappers. But let, me, let me ask, like, uh, when, when people are coming up with these lists, yeah. what, do you, what do you guys look at? Because, I mean, you have your own list. This guy had his list that, uh, to the point that he said Recross is an exception. Uh, you know, like BET will have their own list, Grammys will have yeah. their own list. So, like, can you can we have like something that I base, you know, like I one plus one is two? Like, I base mine, have? I base mine on impact, okay. and uh, so your impact in the game and your skill set, which is a very subjective thing. You could be honest, impact, yeah, impact is very subject, uh, subjective. You might think someone made a big impact, I might think they didn't. One of us might be right. Okay, how do you define like impact? Is it like the number of people who stream them? No. The number of albums they sell? That's, that's, I think that's sales. That's, that's sales. So impact factor. is like... That's what another factor. But for me, impact uh -huh. is uh, how have you changed okay. the game of rap? For example, what? impact. The one person that everyone agrees made a big impact in the rap world is Rakim. Rakim came with a style that no one had ever had before. Guys were just... Rap, like if you listen to rap from the 80s I'm a fan of rap from the 80s by the way it's very fast it's fast and you can only rhyme at the end of the sentence or at the end of the bar so Rakim came with a laid back style he was laid back he was not in a hurry his beats were more relaxed so those were beats from Eric B yeah. who was his DJ yeah. that's what the co-producers back then yeah. so his beats were laid back this was like nothing anyone had ever seen in hip hop they were laid back, he was slow, he was not going too fast, he was rhyming in between bars, which like just blew people's mind, minds in 1980. Like right now when we hear Kendrick do alliterations in a, in a, in a, in a bar, we are like, uh, we've seen this a million times, but in 1985, 1988, when Rakim was doing that, it was like something completely new. And it's a style that almost every other person considered a legend in the rap world as used. Okay, that's a legend after the era that was Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Ujira, whoever, whoever. The era that came with Nas, Jay-Z, 
Eminem, the one we are talking about. Eminem also like heavily takes his style from Hakim. Everyone, yes. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, it's I think now that is impact. Okay. You can say for sure this is what this guy did. Mm-hmm. You can also look at it from like what the guys from the south did with trap. Yeah. That's a huge impact. They yeah, revolutionized yeah. how people viewed hip hop or what hip hop means mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. Even trap now again from the south. Um what Nate Dogg and um Snoop Dogg did with G-Funk. Yeah. So, so, so for me that's mm-hmm. that's one. That's one okay. Does. Okay. And two, it has, you have to be like your skills, your rapping skills, has to, at, at least unique in a way. Okay. I mean, there's 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 a lot of way that people come up with this list. Uh, some will consider the sales, the numbers. Which is, I mean, that has to be a factor. Uh, just because people are buying your stuff does not mean it's good. You might you just might you just might be good at marketing. Uh, I don't think so. Like any good any any product that has been marketed well, people will buy. People people are always in a hurry to buy things. That is a fact of life. As long as you have money in your pocket, you want to buy stuff. If it's in your face, you buy it. It doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean you need it. But they go they they go hand in hand with skills. So if someone so if someone is doing big numbers, it doesn't mean whatever they're doing is that impactful. Really? I mean, le- most of the times, okay, nine out of ten, it's always genuine, mm-hmm. and you're good. So you are talking about one out of ten. <laughs> one out of uh, I don't think so. I mean, let's look at the numbers that 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 the the Mambo rap era is doing. A lot. The Mambo rap that's is doing crazy now. Yeah. How, I mean, it, how good is the how good The is only Mambo problem, rap? so you, you can't compare like something, uh, Dr. Dre, the number of Dr. Dre with the number of someone like Lil Pump. Lil Pump is living in a different era. Okay, now let's people do this. stream. Let's do this. Rate G Funk on a scale of 1 to 10. G Funk as a, as a hip hop subgenre. 8. 8. Yeah. Now rate Mambo rap. 5. Okay, that's you. You give it five. I would give it a negative five. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Why? Here's the thing. Mambo rap is doing bigger numbers than G Funk. G Funk was doing. True. Right. True. That's now, it but does not make but, it better but I think I think like uh, there's something else that we we need we ought to consider right now. They do stream. Uh, th- there's like you can sell globally, yeah. but as compared to accessibility back in the days, you, you, c- you can see that like the, there was a difference. Yeah, no, you had to buy a phys- G-Funk. G-Funk was a global phenomenon. No, but still you had to buy physical copies. You could not stream G-Funk records no, back in is, the days. My point is the fact that even if actually even if we we convert it to like copies, let's make the streaming convert it into copies. Yeah, right? I think there's a way to do that. Yeah, it would still be more than G-Funk. No, these guys are it doing terrible be, numbers. It like, still be more than G Funk. No, no, th- this is the thing. Uh, someone like Tyler mm-hmm. is doing more, n- more physical copies than Lil Pump, or like than Lil Baby actually. And Lil Baby is like the greatest rapper right now, the hottest. I mean, the hottest. You're, and talk ab- you're talking about sales. Yeah. Talking, so we're looking. The at physical, the p- the people who are buying uh, Tyler's physical copies. Why, uh, versus the people are buying Lil Baby's physical copies. Tyler still outsells him. But when it comes to streams, uh, uh, Baby's on top. 
Let's just finish up this. I I do not like. I honestly believe uh, so Rap is doing more more numbers than G Funk ever did, ever could do. But that's, that's the reality. That is a fact you cannot even deny. You go to YouTube, Lil Pump has on Gucci Gang has Gucci Gang gone gone gotten to a billion yet? I don't think so. But that's it's a couple time, of time platinum. The last time I saw it was like three hundred million, and it had just come out. Right? Yeah. Now go find But that goes back to the era. Yeah and also and also like there's there's something Zaki actually said initially when we were starting off when when hip hop when rap evolves to something new it taps to a new audience so the audience that the old one had plus a new audience that you know like hip hop and R&B like it it tapped into people who loved rap and can sing you know people who can sing so you had like two audiences being merged together and i think that sort of explains that evolution sort of explains why mumble rap i mean for you i can get you don't relate to it and 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 you see as you, you I, i realized i got to a point whereby i admitted me or got stuck to the music i grew up listening to and anyone who tries to switch me to something else i'm like okay i can't connect to that so i guess for 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 mumble rap it's more like it evolved to something and that something introduced a new audience therefore bigger numbers while gfunk for example will back in the audience that it had i think that's how i look at it okay that makes sense but here's also the other side of it that you're not looking at right it gets a new audience <coughs> it loses another part of the audience mm-hmm. so if it, when it changed when rap changed to mambo rap i stopped i stopped listening to music going forward i was very picky yes i am i am sure i am not alone for sure there's like millions or billions of other people who like felt the same way but do you want to agree that uh, sales in general contribute to uh, someone's arti- they, like they might an artist be an indication they yeah. might be an indication of you being a but great rapper they, they do not guarantee that and that this person is good yeah, but they might be an indication like if we look at it's like a good striker who knows how to score but does not know how to dribble <laughs> <laughs> we We know Tupac is good and the sales can prove that. We know Jay-Z is good and the numbers can prove that. We know Eminem is good and the numbers can prove that. But that's not always the case. Yeah. Sometimes people just have a really incredible marketing team. Yeah, that's but the the main point was how we come up with our top 10 or top 20, top 100 musicians. So sales <laughs> is definitely one of them. It might <laughs> <laughs> you refuse it's more like for you it's more subjective yeah. what if marketing it's more like tapping into an audience that didn't know the existence of you know this kind of music because that's the whole point of marketing you just tap into a new market <laughs> i mean music is getting dumber right and is it in terms of messaging in terms of everything you know, okay the beats, the beats are Oh, these beats are fire. These are dumber than they were before. I think the emo, the mumble beats are fire than. See, man is lost. <laughs> How can you compare the Gucci Gang beats and the Survival of the Fittest beats by Mob Deep? 
how do you even start comparing those? I mean, to me, generally, I've heard so much firebeat from this generation than I had from the. Okay, as generation. I was saying, my point was everything about music in this generation is getting stupid. I was watching a <laughs> podcast, and the guy was saying that. Uh, so what he said is, in the eighties, there was crack, right? Yeah. Mm. Crack was being peddled into the black neighborhoods to destroy black people. So what, what that was doing was it was making the majority of people like let's I, I, I think I'm overusing the word stupid but I'll use it again. It made the majority of people stupid yeah. and it made a few people rich, like incredibly rich, right? Yeah. He said that was in the eighties. In the nineties they started you uh, they started replacing crack cocaine with hip hop music. Okay. Finally. Someone has said it. <laughs> That's like that is it. So the, the the goal was the goal was to make people as brainless as possible. That's why rappers like Tupac were accepted by the people but not the corporations, right? Mm. Because they made people think. Rappers like Biggie, Biggie was accepted by the corporations, like he was a hit with the corporations because he was a hit with the corporations because he so Biggie was a hit with the corporations because his music was, uh, you can say Biggie's music was too toned down, but it was more simplistic, right? It, it helped them with the process of dumbing down music. So the process of dumbing down music did not start, like it did not start yesterday. It did not start with the, with a crunk generation. It started way back. Like if you listen to hip hop in the 80s, you actually had to stand for something for you to do a song. But in the 90s, it was just slowly getting down. Someone give this man a cookie. Because <laughs> I actually said that in one of the Yellow Tape episodes and I thought I was crazy. But yeah, there you said it. <laughs> the whole part, and it, it's, it's, it just keeps dumbing down, dumbing down, to the point where people are no longer using words. Yeah. It was more so in the 80s, uh, rappers used the maximum amount of words they could. That's why rap had to move at a faster pace, mm. right? But it had to go, it, it got slower because words were being reduced. And then it got to a point, people were no longer using words. <laughs> I mean, tell me if I sound crazy, but I think that makes a lot of sense. And if you noticed it, uh, parents are competing with these artists to be role models to their children. Like, it's insane. I know girls who think Cardi B is a lot better than their own mother. They won't listen to what their mother is saying because they know Cardi B. If Cardi B is showing her thighs, that's what's right. If your mom says you shouldn't, your mom is insane. Yeah, the, the, uh, okay, yeah. I think uh, we've had this conversation previously with a uh, producer about, about um, the whole idea of you see, we grew, some of us grew up in a generation where we used to admire teachers, doctors. And the reality is that changes with time. Yeah. yeah, so it got to a point everyone wanted to become a footballer because that's what you see. You, you're told like, okay, you can be successful in this particular field. And I mean, Cardi B has proved you can be successful in the media industry and entertainment. So people will grow up to aspire to that. That's that, that's the kind of news they listen to. Yeah, that's the kind of content they consume. And when you say things about content being made dumber by corporates or something, 
could be maybe they want us to consume or rather to think in a certain direction and that's why like media i think that's one of the role that the, the role of media is to sort of help in shaping behaviors patterns and all that like actually that's the role of media to shape behaviors but now we have a situation whereby the sort of behavior we are seeing is something like for example you don't approve i mean i can tell you there are people who are rapping about the death of george floyd right yeah uh george floyd died the same around the same time wap came out <laughs> no one was playing the music about or people talking about george floyd but i think you could have listened to wap about 20 times a day by the time you were going to sleep but Luke because no no because we do not want you to think about this about george uh, floyd no yeah that is that is something that is real it's something that can make people think it's yeah. something that started uh it started like demonstrations and stuff they don't want that but so what they do is want, sometimes you don't want to like think like just listen to music and wanting to internalize the Man, message that got to you so good <laughs> <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's for the entertainment yeah you yeah. just want to they've gotten yeah, you but so I, good I, I, I think <laughs> you're right, they, I mean. they have you so deep <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing like that's the, that's the unfortunate position we are when it comes to media we've uh, i think there's there's a there's a book called new brave world and he actually said it like we'll get he predicted a future where the information will not be hidden from people but we'll have insane amount of information that you'll not know what is right yeah. yeah so i guess we're living in that brave new world prediction but do do you like it's it's crazy i i listen to keep your heads up by dre not because of the message but just because of the beats but <laughs> <laughs> you're just proving how good they've got you. <laughs> like i'm a fan of hip hop and and everything i love every not everything <clears throat> about hip hop there are aspects I, i can live without but you have to admit hip hop is one of the like and hip hop is a, is usually is usually used as a weapon uh, against black people in the united states yeah right yeah and it's one of the most powerful we- weapons ever because if someone is talking about someone is talking about killing people and robbing their shit every single now and then and you're listening to that and you have a gun and you're broke yeah. subconsciously <laughs> this has already been programmed into your mind yeah, you, you, like you're in the recruitment process right yeah <laughs> so you'll do exactly what you listen to yeah So hip hop might be I think is the greatest genre of music but only when it's done right and only a few people ever get it right and unfortunately it's the people who get it right that are usually least successful but do you do you want people to do like conscious rap every time no party rap problem is that's the only thing there is there is no conscious rap at all We have Ken, we have Kendrick, we have J Cole, we We're have now we have Lil Baby. Looking at a drop in a sea, which I mean. So you just you 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 are requesting for the balance, not necessarily we, the the mumble rap. I mean, to anyone die. can do whatever they want. Honestly, uh, I just decide which music I listen to now. For example, when we got to studio, I told you I'm no longer listening to any new rapper. I had started, and I realized it was a mistake. Hmm. I honestly realized it was a mistake. Ah. Uh, I think for the first time in about 10 years I had a problem finishing a book. And when you count 10 years back in my life I was in primary school and I could finish books. Yeah. But 
I mean, I, the only thing I have introduced new in my life is this type of new music. And this technology. So you spend more time on WhatsApp? Not really. Okay. I barely have my phone in my hands. <laughs> but the thing is... So, wait, so, wait, wait. so, so uh, I'm trying to get the correlation between listening to this new... I don't have to think about it. Okay. Everyone but says what they mean. Uh, this Mure, Mure is dope. Three words. Uh-huh. How can you have a bar with three words? There's four beats in that motherfucker. How do you have three words in it? Like, when you listen to dumb shit, you become dumb. It's it's a fact. I, I agree with you. There, there are a lot of, like, not so good rappers right now. But how are you going to, to find the, the good ones out of the million bad ones? I'm going back to the, to the, to the way I used to do it. I listened to, uh, to three songs. If they all sound yeah, but that's now that's what you're supposed to do. Like this little little baby, I think is is fire. Nope, I'm never listening to that kid again. <laughs> <laughs> there's more. Like, there's more. There's Kode is young. I'm still surprised. You listen to Kode. Kode is, Kode is a rapper. He's young. Mure is I, young. I'm not. I I do not have a problem with age. I am a young person. Why would I have a problem with young people? But the, <laughs> it's it's this generation, this young generation who are doing. Uh, it's most of them, yeah. and those are the people I'm not listening to. Yes, but my question is, how are you going to find the good ones out of there? I'll get suggestions. But I always got suggestions. I mean, if you listen to enough, if you listen to a type of music on YouTube, they will suggest more type of that music. Yeah. Or, I think everyone has used YouTube in this room. Yeah. And that's how it works, right? Yeah. So, the only way I discovered MF Doom was after listening to ASAP Rock for a while. I discovered ASAP Rock before MF Doom. So, after listening to... I, I like I was always on repeat with the ASAP Rock tracks. They started bringing me suggestions for MF Doom. I started listening to Doom. They started showing me Immortal Technique. Yeah. Right. All these people are related. They all do the same type of music. The type of music I enjoy. So that's how I'll keep finding my music from now. Yeah. I am not taking your suggestions anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> to me, I I feel like I need to hear maybe sometimes the garbage. I honestly do not. And get. Actually, uh, in analyze and see if maybe this guy, this guy has something to say. <laughs> At first, we say Dil Baby was not a so good rap. Yep. But right now, I was dumbing down. I, no, but see, that's uh, that is evidence. I was dumbing down. I, I, st- <laughs> I me, Lil Lil Baby, Lil Baby it is doesn't a, matter. This Lil that Baby, the, Lil is, Baby, he has got a feature. No, no, someone just showed me. Someone just showed me. Pride is the devil, right? Yeah. On my face as I was talking yeah. about Lil Baby. A very beautiful song. I say this without flinching. That is the stupidest verse on that album. You see, the only problem is the, the episode 15. You said uh, Lil Baby is And I good. agree. Oh. And I agree. My it's mind was changing. I'm changing it back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's but content. Like, how do we? Because, 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 like this content will always find us. If you open your YouTube, like, how do you? How do you become more, you know, more cautious, like, more conscious about what you're consuming? Because I think that's, like, what you've said there is actually very true, and it's happening in the society. And most people, we end up being stuck in this loop of partying and, you know, like, whatever we consume. So how do you now then, like, reverse engineer that and become less dumb as you you work towards intelligence? Uh, Put your phone down. Okay. That's where most of the dumb suggestions come from, right? Mm-hmm. Just put your. F- <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a fact. Maybe yeah. it's if getting real. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're always looking at your phone, uh, Instagram, 
Instagram, WhatsApp, Twitter, Facebook. I'm not saying these are evil things. Yeah. I am not some crazy conspiracy theorist that thinks everything technology is evil. I'm just saying if you if most of your life is inside uh apps but yeah so so like what is the alternative okay like yeah, you've put your phone down then mm-hmm. like how where do you direct that attention to read a book <laughs> that's the thing uh, that's the thing like because uh, you see when when you are scrolling through social media you're basically consuming information when you're reading the book you're still consuming information what if you're reading a dumb book like because we can't ignore the fact that we also have I, i think this assumption of reading a book is like can you can you like talk a little bit about it uh the mind is a muscle right uh-huh. how do you exercise the mind you train it right mm. one of the ways of training it is by reading it doesn't matter how stupid the book is you read so if you if you're able to think for yourself actually that's the only way you'll know it's a stupid book mm-hmm. if you're able to think for yourself and you can only get that ability from reading and reading more books so which means reading reading amazing articles on your phone is not a problem or it has to actually be a physical book like because i think we are blaming the phone a lot i'm thinking sometimes it's unfair no, no, i'm not blaming the phone the, the problem is not the phone the problem is the the users How the users yeah the yeah, problem c- has never been the phone actually in the morning when we had a conversation with the producer and our other producer david and this issue of people wanting to censor twitter yep. and i was like why do you want to censor twitter unfollow the people who are giving you garbage and follow people who are giving you good content yeah you think that 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 might work uh, i don't yeah, think that, that actually creator. happens so tyler the creator had a tweet where he said uh, how is how is cyberbullying still real just put down the phone <laughs> then he had like ha 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 nigga put down the phone good i mean it's it's, it's it's that it's he that simple it, right that means he experienced no but it's that simple <coughs> like how ca- i cannot bully you if you're not online yeah yeah for sure right i think that's a good way to prevent to prevent it but not the best solution personally i'm a fan of physical books and all that mm-hmm. But still I don't feel like putting down your phone or not logging on Twitter is the best solution out of Because I think you might actually you might put down the phone but you already like like I'm trying to like you've you already dumb right mm-hmm. Like you, you actually you see you said something really important you need to read a lot of garbage but, <laughs> to do I did not say no. garbage I say <laughs> I said the only way you'll know you're reading garbage is if you've read good stuff Yeah so but how how do you read more good stuff just keep reading yeah so you develop the ability to decide for your process utapatana na zile books mbambaye and how will you know they are bad you've read good books right so just read at first if, just initially yeah. just read if, well, if I'm, you're I'm, all, I'm all for people need to start reading more because i think it we we are, we are breeding a generation where i was i was like i had to train I, i'm still training myself on reading i'm not going to lie i wasn't fortunate enough to grow up in a reading era i grew up in an era where a cartoon was really the, <laughs> the thing. thing so so for me after discovering that i was like yeah let's try to reverse engineer this and i'm trying, it's not easy that's why like i'm i'm curious to know yeah. how do you make this process you see what what i will tell you just read don't 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 consider if it's a bad book or just at read. first initially just read 
just consume as much garbage as possible then as you move or as you grow in that field yeah. you just know okay this i don't think this is a good book instead of starting with shakespeare or a classic book yeah i think I, I, yeah i tried shakespeare i could not yeah so so just yeah. read garbage well, stuff. i think uh, something you consider a good book might be garbage to another person yeah. true that's true. again true that's so true so how do you filter like imagine i'm reading a book and then zack comes and says this is a good book and then other two more people come and say this is garbage which one, uh, so what will i do continue it, reading the book or consider it as garbage yeah, and try convince more people this is garbage depends on how you feel on it really yeah your right. personal yeah. feel to it am i enjoying this book no i'm not do you relate with the content and i think that's why like i when when i asked you about like how do you define like how do you come up with is there an objective of coming up with a top 10 list because like w- like what might be garbage to you might not be garbage to me true but then like how do we know if whatever you know it's like when you when you go to school and kids are like the government decides what to learn yeah like for you like how do you know if i continue this i don't even know my, i don't even have a good clear trail of thoughts but i'm just trying to figure out like okay i'm reading this book how do i know if this book is misleading me if you're thinking about reading a book while reading a book you're doing it wrong <laughs> so you're supposed <laughs> to read it i think i, yeah, no, I agree with that no i think free. you need to read as, as you and you critically analyze the book uh, no no you i said you're thinking about reading a book while reading a book if you're thinking about the book or you're thinking about the content i mean that works right yeah. but if you're thinking about reading a book while reading it I mean if you're thinking yeah. maybe this is a bad book I should just drop it or maybe I should continue with it Yeah I mean there are books you you start and uh, you're like after chapter 3 you're like okay this is just the same thing let me stop it here Yeah which I which, which I honestly don't think is a bad thing I mean if uh. if you're not feeling it you're just not feeling yeah, it Yeah you drop it another one yeah. All right. There's like Actually yeah uh, there's a friend not a friend of mine but someone I look up to he shared the same sentiments If when you are starting to read a book or you want to learn about a particular topic don't force yourself into reading books that have been recommended to you by other people on that particular topic like you will get lost so if you don't relate with it just just con- okay put it down search for another one that might relate with you or you enjoy because that's how you cultivate the, the now the the culture of reading and enjoying reading if mm. you don't if you force yourself at first you you barely going to continue reading that's for sure yeah yeah Okay. That is a good convo but Yeah, yeah, and how it's it spin how did it spin out from the yeah, albums? To music. <laughs> and I actually want to like I'm, I'm curious about these like when when you say you can consume a lot of garbage music, uh, like uh, books until you sort of figure out okay this is not garbage I can stick to this. Can you do the same to music? That's what I do. That's That what you is do. That's what I do as well. I I I just have the ability to discern garbage music very But you don't even give it a try. <laughs> like three songs. When I, when I hear about an artist, I take like three songs. I look at the streams. This song has yeah. 400 million of these artists. This might be good. I listen to it. No, it's not. All these 400 million people are dumb as hell. <laughs> Zack is quite right there. But that's how I do it. But ja- the, the only problem with Zack is he barely pass pass three songs to me i give it a, if you can give it an entire album yeah if it's if an if is an upcoming artist like let's say lil tj or pop smoke mm. i'm going to listen to i mean everybody says lil, lil, lil tj is a, is a dope rapper what makes him dope so i i go through the entire album uh just try to understand yeah what makes 
I have my own uh, <laughs> my own taste for music. So if 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 I just don't fuck with the music and people other people do, yeah. it's, there's no prob- right. problem to that. It's right. I just don't like it. All right, all right. So Zach, you need you need to change. I'm not going back to that crap. I, I can tell you that right now. If you, How are you if anyone is listening to this podcast and you ever catch me listening to Lil Baby, please cut my head off. <laughs> Even I'm, if I'm never. Yo, <coughs> I I love Lil Baby. I think it's it's fine. Just a, a, a curiosity about Vicky Dogo. Uh, in, in the, cause like I think people sort of reinvent themselves. Yeah. You know, over time, uh, and I'm just curious, like, if like you said now, Baby, Lil Baby, was. Uh, you know like trash and all that like the music you thought is a bit garbage what if like they sort of go back and they're like okay i need to capture a new audience like zach and that's what so and that's what, Zach, that, that's what little baby has been doing to okay. be honest he started really as not a wait no, you think not, that's what he's been doing yeah <laughs> well, I, guess I think that's what little baby but Lil, if i i never liked uh little baby's first songs but now i enjoy it's a bit more intelligent kind of I think there's a pressure, there's a chip on his shoulder, and he's trying to fill the shoes. I mean, if he changes his style, Dixon, I can guarantee you one way or another, I will run into him again. Yeah. Okay. That is a fact. So at least you can, but how would you know if? <laughs> okay, I'm sure I will. You'll, you'll hear me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm never taking music advice from you again. <laughs> You're listening to garbage music. Even in Kenya, I, I'm. That's how I'm also finding new Kenyan musicians. I the, just the other week you're telling me to listen to Major. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's, there's, there's one oh, particular song. Like, but there's, there's, there's one particular song by Major that I like, the Kanairo. That came off rough. That's no, no, no. Oh, I did not. <laughs> how do you tell me to listen to Major? I am, I am not a hater or anything. But Major, Major is, is an artist yeah. in Kenya. We appreciate him for all he, all he does. But I'm not a fan of that type of music. But you are trying to get me to listen to it. No, but I, I recommended a single, a particular song. I recommended the Kanairo th- song, <laughs> which I think is is a good song. No, no, no. I, that's not my type of music. I'm, I'm not listening to that by long shot we should also try to at least talk about like local local musicians yeah sure how are you going to discover them though what local musicians yeah we can go on the ground and find them i mean <laughs> if you're looking for if you're looking for good rappers in the ma- in the kenyan mainstream yeah. <laughs> you'll be looking for a long time like a really really long time yeah. and you will come back and find we've discovered a uh, hundred thousand rappers from the underground while you're still looking for one in the mainstream so okay so there's a there is no mainstream rap in kenya how would you consider breeder breed lw uh, no, mainstream no that is just pop music with hard beats okay he dropped an album by the way i kind of like the album uh, also who who else nick nikita kering kering that's, dropped that's an album. Singer, that's not yeah, I just yeah, music in yeah, general. She's good. She's uh, really she's good. good. Then there's another one, the the Jerai, uh, also a fire I musician. Heard, I just heard you mention him, mention her today. Yeah, she's yeah. fire. She's fire too. I think we need to find ways of talking about local music. There's like you live in Kibera. I, I'm sure if you just did one walk around Kibera, you'd run into like ten incredible underground rappers that we can like feature on the shows but if if you want us to talk about mainstream rap in kenya 
there's pretty there, like we can just as well end the show there and never <laughs> there yeah. is nothing last year Saudi Soul did a phenomenal job with the album that's not rap uh, Octo did a phenomenal job with the <laughs> album you you think so but yeah that's your Squaw opinion Cardinal did something amazing mm, okay <laughs> <laughs> There are a lot of good music dropping in Kenya. Okay, I think we just can... Okay, with there we can agree. Yeah, but they're, but they're, <laughs> they're popular. Um, uh, they're mainstream, I'd say. Yes, they are. But, yeah. I mean, if if you look, we are looking at one artist, they are a group, so we are looking at them as one artist, right? Yeah. If you're looking at one artist in, like, I don't know, uh, hundreds or thousands... I think just you've just not sense. listened to the Elbrida W, w album. What? What's special? I I have heard the guy rap before. I, I yeah, mean, it's not as impressive as everyone says it is. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I think but if Zach was, I think if Zach was uh, was reviewing music, I think all artists will just quit music. <laughs> I think. But that's the thing. Don't you see? I don't like hate <laughs> him. I do not hate the guy. But I have no beef with the guy. I don't even know him. I am talking from a point of his music. But you I have to understand, sometimes <coughs> when you listen to that music... That is not rap. No, that, but is, that is just a bunch of words that rhyme at the end. Sometimes even. It's not every time. What, what you have to understand, sometimes when you listen to music... Just don't focus on yourself, but how is your surrounding... But I'm going? the one listening to it. Why, why should I listen to music? <laughs> There's the other people's standards. <laughs> no. As a, 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 at least for me, like when I try to listen to new music... Mm-hmm. Um, or from an artist <laughs> that I don't know. I just don't focus on me and me alone. Oh. Try to try to uh, find out how your friend might feel the music. Before you just say it's 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 a garbage song. I, I never called anyone's song in Kenya garbage. <laughs> that's no word. Yeah. So but that's the garbage songs as well. So. What? <laughs> okay, so that's all on you. I'm just saying there's some songs that I cannot completely respect. Like I cannot completely <laughs> respect as hip hop. That's songs. a polite way of calling it garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Zach. Uh, you visit your friend. Uh-huh. You find uh, their playlist is not what your type. Yeah, it's not your type. What do you do? You uh, tell them to turn off. No, no, no. I'm I'm very good at. <coughs> sorry, I'm very good at zoning out. Like <laughs> I can just zone out but in you a, want a musical give them play. A like nope. I never try to change anyone's mind. If if I ever change someone's mind about music, it's an accident. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. If whatever it is you enjoy listening to, please just enjoy it as much as you can. So I if I I come like Isaac, I have uh, this, this new artist. Can you listen to him? I'll find will three songs. <laughs> <laughs> And then what uh, will you give me genuine feedback like this song is crap or this song is not what i expected from the artist i'll probably lie to you but <laughs> <laughs> so you know if you lie then you're making me love this song more and more because i'm like yeah if this guy loved it mm. or if zach even gave zach it, gave it yeah, stamp of like, authority yeah, approval if you're like for me i'm not a music person like yeah, yeah. i'll just listen to anything as long as i can work listening to it i'll listen to it i won't like start saying oh this is crap as long as i can put it uh, i can put my headphones on and work yeah. while listening to that music it's my favorite i don't even like care because i told you there's a time i had only three songs <laughs> on your song on your on f- my, uh, phone, phone yeah. and i'm very yeah. flattered because i was in two of them or yeah yeah, yeah. 
doing my task but i'm still up to it why not why not have you why have you not been doing your job a lot of factors i think you already quit no <laughs> i mean he's very infamous for quitting <laughs> <laughs> no i'm uh, i'm i'm still up for the for the task but it will be interesting to see um how far you can take that and i think for you we don't want like a million streams just like get us yeah. to 1000 then yeah. we can see like because i think now now from that we can learn and see what you can be able to replicate for other artists because yeah. i can tell you for sure it's not zack alone but thousands of like he called them underground artists yeah yeah then i'm up for the challenge let's see let's see how how it goes can you look back in three months think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. we, we we are not saying that you can't do it now we are just afraid that you already stopped trying <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> because you're already being a comedian <laughs> <laughs> comedy is still my passion i, I mean but queen. but he always gets my songs up on spotify on time when i tell him to which should not be the case should, yeah, should be there, you're, you're the freaking manager i tell you don't put up the song you tell me fuck yourself and you put the song <laughs> up because it's good i'm going to do i'm going to upload them really fire songs actually all right both of them all right all right yeah, yeah. and let them let, let, let them let, let's see how fast it will get to say me to be able to listen to it Okay. Because like he said, maybe you have a good marketing manager and yeah. your songs are not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's figure out some, I'm going to figure out some few ideas and... I'm sorry I've put you on the spot. <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 it's okay. It's good. It's really okay because I... Think, I, I, I think you're just doing the, the work of karma. <laughs> I mean, he does that to people. Karma's just using... <laughs> no, I like, I like when people put me on spot like that. All right. I learned, I learned through that more than you putting me in a corner when we are only two people and trying to kunisome ama giving me. All right, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah. I'll be your guest, your next guest in three months. <laughs> okay. In how many episodes? Two a month. Two a month, six. yeah. Six. So it's six episodes. Six yeah. episodes. So, so that's next season. <laughs> <laughs> What season? Next, like, like 20 something. 20 something. Episode 24. <laughs> Yeah. Episode 24. Yeah. I booked. <laughs> But the, talking of we talked of you talked of uh Wakardinali being as a group. I had they they tweeted that Doman is doing a personal project. Personal like, project. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Really really And looking if forward. It, to if if the project <coughs> looks even anything remotely like any of the installments of Mungu, yeah. that is a surefire album. I don't think it's going to sound like that, but I might be wrong. No, I just, just feel like The thing is for for what he did with uh 
victims of madness i think is the guy who stood out from the from the album no, so I he's trying he's I trying to to go towards that so more drill drill kind of beats and i believe they did an equally good job i don't think anyone out outshone or outshined outshone i don't know outshined <laughs> you don't owe anyone you don't you don't owe anyone if you break an english an english law no i'm you don't. Uh, no no i'm not you mel i actually <laughs> care about people uh, and what they think uh so i think they all they all did a fantastic job on that on that album right mm-hmm. you were trying to get me a while ago to say it was not a good album no it's a good album victims of madness album. Was, that's like that's in 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 kenya that could be a classic in a few years it's a classic i believe it's a classic right? yeah and yeah. i f- i just feel like domani is going to go we've seen domani work way. alone before and it was like uh but not as an album not an album no, like no, no, a i'm project. talking about alone like in mungu 3 the, the song goes for over 48 bars no chorus no nothing 48 bars and all of them hit home that's as a rapper i can tell you for sure that's not an easy thing to do People might think it's easy, it's not. Yeah, it's not. The chorus is actually like Jesus <laughs> for a song. It's what saves the song most of the time. Going yeah. 32 bars is already hard enough with chorus in between so if you can go someone goes over 48 that's like yeah. out of this world. Yeah, you can j- I, I can imagine how the the project might sound whether it's a mixtape or like a project project. I, I just know it's going to be fire. Um yeah. Anwar is yawning in the studio you can see him you can see, yeah so <laughs> we have a hater in the studio he thinks so cardinali are boring no no they're fire they're the great they're, they're the best at what they're doing in kenya right now like, yeah, i mean you know what what other album i'm looking forward to like right now mm-hmm. major so, by the way i think uh, has a problem with the words best and great. Using them in uh, Yeah, but I don't owe anyone. I don't owe anyone apology for using bad English. No, it's not, I'm not talking about bad English, but I'm saying like how I use the words. Yeah, if you want to like uh, say something, if you just say some somebody's good, but you're just saying uh, you're saying they're the best and they're <laughs> the greatest. Ah. So many people have said that they're the best. One of the one of the greatest, one of the best. I should use that one more often. one of the best one of the greatest <laughs> this is a good uh, zack yeah your views on nani jones who calligraph jones mm. no we're not going down that road again <laughs> <laughs> no Already we have to go what a, what about him like, specifically no no like I, I, it's it's like how you are giving him <laughs> albums I was yeah. just curious to get his views because I think he, like he's one of about Jones's album 1990. Yeah, I, I enjoyed 1990. Me too, but I'm, I, was fire, was fire in terms album. of him as an artist as a rapper. He's not been he has not been doing a good job as a rapper. Like feeding the streets or feeding his core fans. <laughs> I think he's doing it for some other groups. He's doing the the collab the features is doing fire but not for someone like me or like mm. his primary audience. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's just how how I, I feel about it. Okay. Ah, whoever thought Mel would save me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, but I'm I'm just I am I'm not I can't call myself a super fan of Calligraph Jones, right? I'm a super fan of Wakadinali. That is a fact, right? That is for sure everyone knows that. I'm just not a super fan of Calligraph Jones. Mm. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a great fan of I mean, he 
He makes good music. Yeah. It's just not my taste of music. I, I, I just I don't understand what's I think he's ri- he's riding on this wave. But maybe he's be- he's <coughs> saving his best songs. Which wave actually that's one of the the the, the small things I respect about Calligraph Jones. And like most artists that he came out with, he did not jump on this uh what do you call it? Gangeton wave. But he has it, done Gangeton records. But he didn't ride it that hard. Like artists from the 2010s have been riding this wave like crazy. Like who? Apart uh, from Major. Yeah, we have Major. We have one of them even tried and then died Christophe. Where did that guy even go? <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> but they're countable. Because we do not have so many good rappers anyway. <laughs> but i i i still as a as a as a calligraph jones fan i don't like what he's doing with the with the collabs or working with the gangeton guys i think he's 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 good at doing that but but who see, for? at least who is he's not he's not morphing into their style that's the one thing i respect about him he's still keeping it real like he's still the same style he it's it it has evolved don't get me wrong but it's the same style he came out with in the first time i had him was in biashara in 2013 2012 and also the one he did with the dela cream cream dela cream no no that was after that was okay like, biashara was the first song i think it was him and christoph back when they were close right it's still the same style but it has evolved like if you keep a style but evolve it that's something i can always respect in any artist okay well except for mambo rappers if they change into something better i'd be happier Right. <laughs> I don't respect Mambo Rap or Gangeton. <laughs> we have it in Kenya. Yeah, they, there's there's a uh, the genre called Shrap. Yeah. By the, the guys one from Eddie Eddie Family. Yeah, Eddie Family like in Koko Koko. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> that that group. And also they're, they're usually really hyped. Butros Butros think does it best. I Currently, like it's it's always like really hyped up. Yeah, they are, they are happy to do what they are doing. Yeah, you need to tap in with them. Just don't you don't have to be a super fan, but just oh. listening to a couple of songs. Wait, but Shrap is not garbage music. Shrap is actually really well-crafted music. Shrap. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Shrap. Why yeah. you, why do you keep repeating it? I it's, it's Yeah, just don't fi- I I never thought you'll say No, I think it's well-crafted. Like maybe the st- Maybe you have an issue with the way it's more like sung. But who is doing it best right now? Uh <laughs> I have me I just know the collective Eddie family. Well Shrap but it's like a no, Shrap No, Eddie family are the ones who made it popular. Shrap Ah. Uh, yeah. No, but, but there's so a style. No. Not at all. But how, how do you love Shrap? It's a different style. It's not trap. It is not I can I can say it's not trap. So there's drill, there's drill and then there's, there's trap. Who in Kenya who does trap? Butros. Butros? No, they do trap, not trap. Yeah, but but trap is yeah. not like trap. No, I disagree. For real. Those are the, two different I think the yeah, Those are I totally different styles. I ho- I I heard trap, somewhere. Trap ni trap in Bwana Shen. That's that's also told me the same thing. It's mm-hmm. it's trap but shen but yeah maybe the language is what makes it appealing then 
Yeah, but also it's different. Like the vibe of trap shrap is different from the American trap. It is different. Yeah. It's, I think na- but the only problem I I I don't know who is doing it apart from Butros. Barack yeah, Jacuzzi and the other guys whose names we don't know. <laughs> I think everybody now is ju- is on the doing the drill thing. So <coughs> people sometimes confuse shrap and drill. Okay, even even uh, even 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 uh, if you look at uh, Butros, sometimes he does a drill. But I don't think he ever said he was specifically shrap alone. You can change styles. Mm. True, true. <coughs> yeah, I think that's that's a good way to end the pod. We were told not to go for three hours. Yeah, it's been it it it's less than one hour thirty minutes. If I'm not wrong, but. Yeah, that's a good way to end the pod. So thank you, Renise. Although you've not contributed as much. No, I stated at the beginning I'm not a music person. But Renise, mm-hmm. we are happy to have you. Please ignore now. <laughs> that's what everyone usually does in the studio. We're just happy to have you here today. Yeah. Even Anwar, we're actually happy to have you, man. Although you can not, say the thing. But yeah. people might actually think I'm making you up. <laughs> at this point, you could be an, a figment of my imagination, and no one would be sure. Yeah. But yeah, big up to you guys, Dixon. Yeah, as usual. When you come through. Yeah. Uh, also, the producer for his input. Now that's something I learned. I thought those were two different things. Bye bye.